All right, my good people, welcome to the next episode of the Nick and Kesley Show, presented by Link Performing Arts Services, LLC. My name is Nick, and I am one of your co-hosts, and I'm sitting next to my wonderful bride, Kesley. Sometimes I think you sugarcoat everything. I'm Kesley, and I'm here today. How you doing, Nick? (laughs) What am I supposed to say? Here's Kesley. I mean... Beautiful, wonderful. What other smarky words are you going to come up with? We'll just have to wait for the next episode. I know, right? This is going to be a thing. I'm going to I'm going to make a bingo card. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> All right. So, welcome to Studio B at Link Performing Arts. We hope that you are doing well today. Uh, as you may have heard in our podcast, one of the things that we're doing is sharing the things that we have learned along our journey. It's been quite the journey, quite the adventure, and we're still living it up. So that's what we are continuing today. So, Kesley, how is life? Life is fantastic. What's the best part of today? Best part of today is I got to hang out with some clients that uh, I went to high school with one of them, and I know that I shared with you and one day he'll learn who it is, but his wife and him are just so extraordinary together and I really enjoy watching it. So the optics are very fun and she's, she's so amazing for him. So it made me happy. So it just excites me when I see other people who give me hope that there's more of us's in mm-hmm. the world than the people who get caught up in unperfectness. Cause there's a whole lot of that cause I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah. We, I mean, get in line. Definitely imperfection over here. (laughs) So what's awesome and exciting for you today? Uh, I am such a nerd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You weren't supposed to agree so quickly. Mm, Sorry. Uh, I am such a nerd uh, and just uh, setting things up uh, here in in Studio B makes me just excited. Uh, One of the the things that I've recently been, been working on is I've recently learned two new sound consoles. Uh, And I used to be all analog because digital scared the living poop out of me. Uh, But uh, (laughs) I said poop. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. She's staring at me like, you are such a nerd. I am choosing not to say anything. Uh, But I I love learning new things. I love learning new things. You'll get to learn that uh, about me. Okay, I'll I'll mention it. So I mentioned the the words flavor of the week yesterday or the day before. And Kesley gave me this look like... What? Because, I mean, usually that refers to people who are interested in, like, a new person every week, I assume. You're rolling your eyes. Let me let me lay the platform for everybody. Oh, good. So, uh, everybody probably has somebody like this in their life. In fact, for a long time, it used to be my dad. And my dad would be, he's excited about things, just like Nick. Sometimes he's excited about things. But then he picks a thing and gets fixated on it. Enter Nick. <laughs> he becomes fixated on things. Passionate. For example, for example, (laughs) three years ago, he's like, I'm going to learn how to play the cello. Yeah. Well, I basically said you're not spending a dime on a cello because I knew what this fixation was going to happen. That would cost me like two grand. Oh, and I swear to you, he would spend two minutes on it and then it would be like a teenager or like the eight-year-old who's like, I totally want to learn the cello. That is Nick. So I, in my defense, we did not lose a single dollar on the cello. We might have made money. Thank goodness my dad had... He had cello parts. Parts. Uh, I mean, he's like, hey, I I don't have a cello, but I have all these cello parts. I'm like, cool. So I made a cello out of the cello parts. And I I purchased something on eBay to put the sound post in the right place. She's rolling her eyes at me right now. Uh, And once it was working, I played that cello for probably a combined amount of like 
seven and a half hours. Minutes. <laughs> no, like it was really fun. I was in the garage. I didn't have to bother you. Uh, and I had fun. And I even played it during during COVID pandemic stuff. Okay, so and, flavor of the week has everything to do with what is he fixated on now? Yes. And, and it, it changes every week. Well, now he has the time freedom to do it because he's not under contract with the school. And so he kind of is. Yes. Uh, what is he? I don't know. And I keep waiting for Entrepreneur somebody. Entrepreneur so far. I keep saying, when somebody asks you what you do, what are you going to say? And so Well, he, right now I am a podcaster. Okay, so it's going to change based on where he well, is and who's around. In thirty minutes, when when you know we've shut down, then it, then I'll be a husband. Yeah, but he's also going to say I'm a producer and a sound tech and I blah am. blah blah. And I by am. the way, the husband thing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Okay. All you're right. Saying so, I'm not a husband. No, you're always a husband. So you don't just no. That's not a job. You're not going to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm a husband. Although you could, you have toyed with this whole tro- trophy husband idea, and I yeah. I rather enjoy it. So, yeah. anyways, his flavor of the week this week is. Oh, I mean, right now it's the the sound equipment for the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to move everything from Studio A to Studio B, so I had to label everything from all the sound gear. From you know, the sound Studio A is where we do our music, so I had to label everything so that way I could move the sound console to Studio B and be able to put things back. But I get so much joy from that. Studio B, by the way, is our master bedroom. Well, because the acoustics are better. It's all fine. No, it's a dead space. It's if we could fit in the closet right now, we'd go to the closet. By the way, <laughs> I'm like not part of the topic of conversation, and yet that is the very worst part of our house. The closet? The only reason I want to move from our house It's acoustically is pleasing for it recording. It is an awful closet. <laughs> Nick has to walk because because I'm the woman, so I get the good that's side. That's sexist. Well, because I said so. Yes, that's well, true. Well, for a long time. That's that's true. It's not sexist. It's Let's go back to the real thing. It's because Kesley said so. Yeah, so he has to walk into the closet, shut the door. <laughs> On the other side, in order to look at his stuff or get whatever it is he needs. I'm willing to sacrifice. Oh, goodness. Ever since go. that one that one chapel where the guy said he put his wife's towel closer to her. Oh, she rolled her eyes. We should have a, I should make a sound effect every time it happens. Like, <laughs> boop. <laughs> so every time you hear boop, it's because she rolled her eyes. The funny part is, is that this is where he looks like he is such the most the, the way better spouse in the relationship. And the reality is, is that it takes something for me to be married to Nick Hallinan. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the Nick Hallinan. <laughs> Not anymore. You have nothing that can give you, and it could be the Nick Hallinan trophy husband. Sure. Okay. Oh, oh, that's funny. Shenanigans. Okay. Uh, so at the, len- at the end of our last episode, the moment that we pressed stop, Kesley and I talked about how profound the uh, some of the last two words uh, were. Mm-hmm. We were trying to figure out how to say goodbye, and then I, I th- one of us said the words, enjoy life. You said it. You can take it. Okay. I, credit has now been given to me. Yeah. Excellent. And and Kesley said, that's it. That's how we're ending it every like, time. That wasn't planned. It was just, uh, but we immediately talked about how that's what we are striving to do right now. And that's one of the lessons that we have learned is just to enjoy life. So today... Wait, I feel like I want to change everything that uh, you're about to start saying. Okay. Because I feel like part of the enjoying life started when we were much younger, in the first several years of you teaching. Okay. And and so I just think there were things, there were uh, events that happened that caused us to kind of take a step back and consider how we enjoy life. And I think that some people forget that it's called life and not work. And I, mm. right now I'm listening to a lot of different books that are talking about that. And I mean, when you were teaching, I think you were instructional leader and you had the opportunity to hire this 
this young person who was probably our age at the time. And, um, she, she decided not to take the job and then she lost her significant other. And that became one of the moments that was pivotal in us paying attention to how important it was for us to spend time in life and not in work. And then, you know, we churched for such a long time with people significantly older than us, people who are old enough to be our grandparents. And when we stepped down from the church and even during our journey inside churching, they talked about how important it was for us to take time to be with our kids in the ages that they are and, and really live and enjoy life inside of that. So I think there, we worked hard. Don't get me wrong. I mean, from the time we graduated college and through college, we worked and then some of those events happened and we were like, huh. And so then we started traveling more and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of people have been asking me why I chose to not renew my teaching contract. Uh, Because 18 years is, I mean, that's a significant career, but it's not anywhere close to retirement age. I'm 41. Uh, So people are like, what are you doing now? Where, Where are you going next? And they're, First, they're shocked, but then they're, I, I see them smiling when I say, I'm going to be at home. Uh, I, uh, Isaiah is going into high school. He is now a high schooler. He promoted. So he's now a high schooler. Uh, and he is 22 months away from getting his driver's license. And I feel like the moment that he has his driver's license, I have the high risk of going from a participant in his life to a spectator. Uh, A spectator who might be able to, you know, yell things, shout things, but really I'm not in there like like I am for the next 22 months. So I'm choosing these next 22 months to just be present. Not necessarily overbearing or a hover parent, but there. Yeah, I like, on Monday he received a huge amazing award from his school and I wasn't there. Uh, And the only reason I was there was because you put it on my calendar. Well, that was nice of me. I mean... That was one of those things. I wouldn't have been there otherwise. But, but I mean, I, I feel like for so much of my life, I've had to choose. Like when I had to choose between my choir concert mm-hmm. or going to my son's choir concert, that didn't feel good. And you, there wasn't a choice. I mean, you're the director, so you have to go to yours. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, there's so many things that I feel like I have missed out on with, with our son and our, and our daughter's lives. Uh, but in, knowing on, on Monday that this was the last time that I'll miss something like that, it felt good. Well, and I mean, to put things in perspective, there might have been 30 parents there Mm -hmm. and more than half of them probably left before the end. And I, I mean, quite frankly, I was going to get up and leave too. I didn't know that he was going to be receiving that award, but when he received the last award, talk about proud mommy moment. Mm -hmm. So, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. He didn't know he was getting it either. Yeah. So we will return in a moment after a word from this episode's sponsor. Have you ever thought about a career in real estate? Coach Kesley is thrilled at the opportunity to guide you on this exciting career path. Kesley is a productivity coach with Keller Williams Realty Incorporated. Keller Williams is recognized by LinkedIn as one of the 50 best workplaces to grow your career in the U.S. The mission of Keller Williams is to build careers worth having, businesses worth owning, lives worth living, experiences worth giving, and legacies worth leaving. Scholarships may be available for outstanding applicants to cover the cost of real estate school. Call Coach Kesley today at 602-751-9805. Your future awaits. Okay, so 
this episode's all about enjoying life. If you could go back and talk to 25-year-old Kesley, mm. what would you tell her about enjoying life? Because 25-year-old Kesley, that was still pre-kids. We've been married for five years. No mm-hmm. kids yet. Mm-hmm. We, we still did. I mean, I was working for somebody else. And so two weeks vacation was the extent of it. You had summers. So, and... I think at that time in my life, summers were my busiest season, right? Like I was working for, yeah, I I think I would literally leave the house somewhere between six and seven in the morning and wouldn't get home until probably seven o'clock at night. I mean, that was busy season for where I was. Mm -hmm. So um, we did enjoy our weekends, but then we were leading worship. So Sundays, oh, and I think we were leading at two churches. We were. So, uh so Sundays were all day work, and we weren't very good at what at leading worship. So, it took so practice, yeah. So we would lead in the morning and practice all day for the evening, yeah. and um, and that was before kids. So I was gigging. I was always doing. Oh my gosh, December's, uh, November's, and December's were slammed. And honestly, I don't know that I would change much of that. Yeah. I think that you and I did a really great job of having like together time. Like, remember the video store? We would go rent a video. Yes. I, they they got to a point where they had a like a, a monthly the pass MVP plan. Yeah, so for like Hollywood video, you, I'm sure you're not supposed to say those kind of things. My bad. It's fine, but it was like what twenty five or thirty five bucks a month, and oh, yeah. we would we would literally go in Saturday mornings because we were we've always been early people. So even if we slept in, it was eight o'clock. Uh, we'd go as soon as the video store would open. We'd get videos, and then we'd go home, watch them all, and then come back. And so, and we we binge watched before that was a thing. Yeah, oh, we sure did. We like remember when we got uh, so the OC. We watched all the seasons of those. Oh yeah, we'd check those DVDs out. You know, like four seasons at a time. Uh, Twenty four Scrubs. Like we we binge watched before yeah. it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. Uh, we did other things too. We didn't just binge watch. And so I think that overall we probably did, we used to host a lot of, a lot of times, like we would have impromptu parties. Like that was probably what we were known for the most. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you've ever been to my house, you know that I'm always ready for a party. The, um, I've got whatever cocktails are necessary. I always have what food is necessary. Even post COVID, I can't help myself. I still have more food and snacks at the house because you just never know who's going to be here. So I think there used to be times where it'd be Thursday night at seven o'clock and we'd be like, what's everybody doing? And all of a sudden people would be over playing poker until two o'clock in the morning because none of us had kids and that's what we did. So if I had to say something to my 25 year old self, I would say, don't stress about the, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't, I think don't worry would be mm-hmm. what I'd say. Cause I think that, um, it was probably three years into my real estate business that I realized that I gave, too much power over to um, my clients with my emotions and I would literally not sleep and it's not worth it. It's, it's certainly not worth it. So yeah. What about you? Your 25 year old self, what are you telling him? Oh, and the, the smart Nick would have been thinking about this as you were talking, but I was too busy listening. You are good at that. I'll give she you She didn't roll props. her eyes. I was about to say boop, but she didn't. <laughs> oh, dang it. I missed my opportunity. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, my 25-year-old self, stop caring what people think about you. Oh, I did that a long time ago. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so much of my life, probably till 
maybe 38 years old. However, look at how that helped you really rise to be the Nick Hallinan that you are. True. And definitely played into um, the program that you built inside of your high school mm-hmm. and the leader that you are. Uh, whereas my I don't give a mm-hmm. mentality. I mm-hmm. mean, I am the leader that I am despite myself sometimes. Um, but I think that, that that helped you be the leader that you are and really come into the strength about that. Thank you. Uh, but I mean, to, I mean, it's been sometimes it's overwhelming how much I think about what other people's are other people are thinking. Well, it's because you've got the sign above my head, not my head, your head that says I'm Vina Callanan and I must always be that way. Yeah. And uh, uh yeah, so many people I th- they v- they view me differently than Kesley views me. Well, don't you think this is perception of everybody? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's oh, a whole that could be a whole other episode. But yeah, yeah the enjo- I think we did a really good job of enjoying life. Uh, actually, I think multiple things. We have two kids, two most amazing kids. Awesome. And everybody thought we would have a third. In fact, you know, after you have your first kid, everybody's like, when are you having the next one? And then after the next one comes, it's, when are you having the next one? And I think Nick for a time really wanted a third one. And that's when I really felt like my business was really getting somewhere. And I remember looking across the bed at him and I said, I will have the kid. You have to like be the parent of the kid. You have to uh, take paternity leave and and be up at nights and all of this other stuff because I wasn't going to do it. And uh, maybe that's selfish. I don't know. But I think that that became part of how we started being parents with our kids and really making sure that we had enough time, we have enough time to be with them. And I know one of my big rocks, my big why or whatever is to create that they always want to be around us. And uh, I tell people this and I'm like disgustingly sick about it. Like I want to create vacation opportunities that are so robust that their significant others are like, did your mom just call? Where are we going? Yes. (laughs) Cause that's what and and I wouldn't call it coercion. I wouldn't call it manipulation. I all of those we, things. We want we want them to want to spend time with us. Well, and the experiences that happen. I mean, yeah. what's really cool? Like we can look back at some of our other vacations and how we just played cards, or you know, when you travel, we've traveled internationally a couple of times, and I mean, there's we've been to third world countries, and the lights are not on all the time. And so you're in bed by seven o'clock because the lights are out. The mm-hmm. sun is down. Oh, we'll have many podcasts on our travel adventures. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So I just think really um, acknowledging that there are 24 hours in the day and that every moment is significant in the time that it is and how we can, I don't know, make it something that we want it to be memorable. That's how I want to enjoy life. Like, how can I create my moments to be the best moments ever? Yeah. Not just. Uh, drudge through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, living with intentionality mm-hmm. in that moment. Intentionality of joy. Yes. And And there becomes the thing, is that we're intentional about being joyful in the moments, despite the uggs, <laughs> which exist also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Cool. Anything else to share before we close out this episode? Mm-mm. All right. If you're enjoying this, we ask that you like, subscribe, and share any episodes that you deem necessary. Uh, And until next time, we hope that you enjoy life.